Welcome to Read Between the Covers, the show where we dive deep into the pressing issues of our time. I'm Fundon Pipuga, and today we're tackling a topic that's fundamental to our global society, the state of democracy. Is it thriving, or is it in peril? Well, we're here to unravel this complex question. Democracy, a system of government by the whole population, typically through elected representatives, has long been heralded as the most equitable and fair governance system. Philosophers like Aristotle and modern thinkers have praised it for its inclusivity and representation. But in recent times, we're seeing signs that suggest all is not well in the world of democracy. Nihira Dasandi, in his thought-provoking book, Is Democracy Failing?, provides a critical lens through which we can view the current state of democratic systems worldwide. Dasandi questions the resilience of democracy in the face of economic crises, political turmoil, and the growing disenchantment of the populace. But this isn't just about philosophical musings or political theories. It's about real-life implications. We've seen the rise of populist movements across Europe, challenging the very fabric of democratic norms. In the Americas, economic crises have reshaped political landscapes, often at the cost of democratic ideals. And in Africa, a continent with a rich and complex history, the legacy of colonialism and the struggle for resources have painted a unique picture of democracy's challenges and failures. Today, we'll explore these global perspectives, diving into historical contexts, contemporary challenges and future possibilities. We'll ask hard questions. Is democracy adapting or failing? What can history teach us about our current predicament? And most importantly, where do we go from here? So, let's delve into the roots of democracy, exploring its evolution from ancient concepts to the complex systems we see today. Democracy, a term that originates from the Greek word demos, which is people, and kratos, which is power, is an idea as old as it is evolving. Its earliest seeds were sown in ancient Greece, particularly in the city-state of Athens around the 5th century BCE. Athenian democracy, though far from what we know today, was revolutionary for its time. It allowed citizens, albeit a limited group excluding women, slaves and foreigners, to participate in decision-making. This direct form of governance laid the foundational concept that power should reside with the people, but the philosophical underpinnings of democracy are as important as its practices. Influential philosophers like Plato and Aristotle had contrasting views on it. Plato had a rather cautious stance on democracy. In his famous work, The Republic, Plato depicted democracy as a system fraught with the risk of turning into tyranny. He argued that in a democracy, the unqualified masses could easily be swayed by the whims of demagogues, leading to the election of leaders who prioritise their interests over the common good. Fast forward to today, and we can see echoes of Plato's apprehensions in various contemporary political landscapes. Take, for instance, the rise of populist leaders in countries like Brazil under Jair Bolsonaro or the Philippines under Rodrigo Duterte. These leaders, often rising to power through democratic means, have been criticised for using their position to stifle dissent and consolidate power, exemplifying Plato's fear of democracy descending into tyranny. On the other side of the philosophical aisle stood Aristotle, Plato's most famous student. 
Aristotle saw more potential in democracy, which he described as a polity, a system where governance is based on the collective decisions of citizens, ideally focusing on the common good. Aristotle believed that when executed correctly, democracy could be a stable and fair form of governance. Now, let's fast forward to the Enlightenment era, a period marked by a seismic shift in thinking about government and individual rights. Thinkers like John Locke and Montesquieu argued for the separation of powers and the need for government to be accountable to the people. These ideals were revolutionary, fueling democratic movements and influencing the formation of modern states. The American and French revolutions in the late 18th century were pivotal in transitioning these philosophical concepts into political reality. They demonstrated a shift from monarchies and empires towards republics and constitutional democracies, emphasising the principles of liberty, equality and fraternity. But it's crucial to recognise that the journey of democracy has been neither linear nor uniform. While the 19th and 20th centuries saw the spread of democratic ideas globally, this expansion was often marred by imperialism and later the ideological battles of the Cold War. The 20th century, in particular, was a testament to democracy's resilience and its challenges, fighting off fascism, adopting to the post-colonial world order, and grappling with the complexities of global interdependence. Today, as we stand in the 21st century, democracy continues to evolve, facing new challenges that its ancient founders could scarcely have imagined. Its core philosophy remains, a system by and for the people, but its execution is as varied as the societies it governs. So, what can this rich history teach us about our current democratic struggles? How can we draw lessons from the past to navigate the uncertain waters of today's political climate? In this segment, we're exploring the contemporary challenges that democracy faces in our rapidly changing world. These challenges are complex and multifaceted, reflecting the intricate interplay of global forces and local dynamics. First, let's talk about globalization. This phenomenon has transformed national politics in profound ways. On one hand, it has opened up economies, increasing trade and cultural exchange. But on the other, it has led to significant challenges for democratic governance. In countries across Africa, for instance, Globalization is often meant grappling with external economic pressures while trying to maintain sovereign democratic processes. The influx of foreign investment and the influence of multinational corporations can skew local politics and priorities, sometimes overshadowing the voice and needs of the local populace. In Africa, for instance, countries like Nigeria and Angola have experienced the double-edged sword of foreign investment in their oil industries. While such investments have fueled economic growth, they've also led to political instability, with external entities exerting influence over domestic policies and priorities. This can undermine democratic processes, as the needs and voices of local populations are often overshadowed by the interests of powerful foreign investors. Moving to South America, take the case of Bolivia. The country struggled to control its natural gas resources as a prime example of how foreign interests can clash with the national sovereignty. The government's attempts to nationalise the gas industry in the early 2000s were met with fierce opposition from multinational corporations and foreign governments, 
leading to political upheaval and challenges to the democratic process. Turning to Asia, Myanmar's opening to foreign investment in the last decade has brought similar challenges. Despite moving towards democratic reforms, the influx of foreign capital in sectors like mining and telecommunications has often been at odds with local interests and governance, raising concerns about the influence of external entities on Myanmar's fragile democracy. In Europe, Greece's financial crisis provides another angle. The imposition of austerity measures by international financial institutions like the IMF and the European Union challenged the country's democratic decision-making, sparking widespread protests and political turmoil. Economic disparities play a crucial role in shaping the democratic process. The widening gap between the rich and the poor leads to a sense of disenfranchisement among large segments of the population. When wealth translates into political influence, it challenges the very foundation of democracy, which is built on the principles of equal representation. This trend is visible in countries like the United States, where campaign financing and lobbying have raised serious questions about the influence of money in politics. In the United States, the landmark Supreme Court case Citizens United v. FEC in 2010 dramatically changed the landscape of American political campaigns. It allowed unlimited spending by corporations and elections, effectively giving wealthier individuals and entities more influence over the political process. Similar trends can be seen worldwide. In Russia, oligarchs with close ties to the government wield significant political influence. In India, large corporations like Reliance Industries Limited have considerable sway over policy decisions, raising questions about the balance of power between business interests and democratic governance. These examples from around the globe illustrate the complex interplay between globalization, foreign investment, economic disparities, and democratic processes. They reveal a world where the influence of wealth and multinational corporations can challenge the very foundations of democratic governance. Furthermore, let us look into the rise of populism, a phenomenon that has taken centre stage in global politics. Populism, often characterised by charismatic leaders claiming to represent the voices of the people against the elite, poses a unique challenge to democratic institutions. It can lead to the erosion of checks and balances, undermining the very institutions that are supposed to safeguard democracy. A glaring example of this can be seen in the political trajectory of countries like Hungary under Viktor Orban, where democratic institutions have been weakened and power has become increasingly centralised. Under Prime Minister Viktor Orban, Hungary has seen a steady erosion of democratic norms, with the government exerting control over the media, judiciary and academic institutions. This centralisation of power and curtailment of freedoms represents a significant shift away from traditional democratic values. But the rise of populism isn't confined to any one region. From Brexit in the United Kingdom to the election of leaders like Donald Trump in the United States, we see how populist rhetoric can sway elections and shape national policies. These movements often thrive on societal divisions, capitalising on economic insecurities and cultural fears, and they can lead to polarised and fractured societies. These contemporary challenges to democracy, 
globalization, economic disparity, and the rise of populism are not just academic concepts. They're real issues impacting people's lives, shaping policy decisions, and redefining the future of nations. As we witness these challenges unfold, it becomes increasingly important to understand their nuances and implications for our democratic systems. Now, let's turn our focus to Africa, a continent with the rich tapestry of cultures, histories, and political landscapes. The journey of democracy in Africa is deeply intertwined with its colonial past. European colonization profoundly disrupted traditional governance systems, replacing them with structures that served colonial interests. Post-independence, many African nations grappled with the task of building democratic institutions from the remnants of colonial rule. This often led to tumultuous transitions, marred by power struggles and instability. Let's look at some specific examples. In South Africa, the end of apartheid in 1994 was a watershed moment for democracy. However, the country still contends with issues of inequality and corruption, which continue to challenge its democratic institutions. In Kenya, the 2007 post-election violence was a stark reminder of the fragility of democratic systems, especially in the face of ethnic divisions. Turning to West Africa, Ghana stands out as a beacon of democratic progress, having undergone peaceful transfers of power between different political parties. Yet, challenges like corruption and resource allocation still remain. Zimbabwe presents a more troubling picture. Once a beacon of hope post-independence, Zimbabwe's journey has been marred by electoral fraud, corruption, and the suppression of political opposition under Robert Mugabe's long rule. In Egypt, the Arab Spring of 2011 brought hope for democratic change. However, the subsequent political turmoil and the military's grip on power have raised questions about the viability of democracy in the face of authoritarian resurgence. These diverse experiences across Africa raise critical questions about the state of democracy on the continent. Is democracy failing in Africa? Well, the answer is not straightforward. While there are examples of democratic resilience and progress, there are also instances where democratic ideals have been undermined by corruption, ethnic divisions, and the lingering effects of colonialism. The African experience underscores that democracy is not a one-size-fits-all solution. It needs to be understood and implemented in context-specific ways that acknowledge the continent's unique historical, cultural, and socio-political realities. As our societies become more diverse and face increasing inequalities, it's imperative for democracies to evolve and adapt. This evolution isn't just about reforming policies, but about reimagining how our political institutions function in a rapidly changing world. Addressing cultural shifts requires a nuanced understanding of society's evolving values and needs. According to the work of scholars like Yasha Munk and the People versus Democracy, one of the key challenges democracies face today is the tension between an increasingly diverse society and the desire for national identity. When it comes to tackling inequalities, the focus shifts to ensuring that political institutions are not just representative, but also equitable. This means going beyond the ballot box. Institutions must actively work to level the playing field, 
ensuring that marginalised communities have not just a voice, but also a hand in shaping policies. The path to a more responsive and accountable democracy is not easy. It requires a commitment to continuous dialogue, a willingness to embrace change, and the courage to implement reforms that may challenge established power structures. But the reward, a democracy that truly reflects and serves its people, is worth every effort. As we draw today's episode to a close, it's clear that the question of whether democracy is failing is both complex and multifaceted. From the philosophical roots in ancient Greece to the contemporary challenges of globalization, economic disparities, and the rise of populism, democracy is continuously tested. In our journey across continents, we've seen how different societies confront these challenges. The protests in France against President Macron's use of a contentious constitutional clause, the democratic resilience in countries like Ghana, and the ongoing struggles in places like Myanmar and Venezuela all paint a picture of a global system in flux. But one thing remains clear. Democracy, at its core, is about the will and the voice of the people. Our discussions today invite us all to reflect on the role we play in shaping our democratic societies, whether it's through informed voting, participating in dialogues, or advocating for fair or just policies, each of us holds a piece of the puzzle in safeguarding the future of democracy.